Oh, you're recording. How nice. I am. It's okay. I can edit That's everything. That's the best. <laughs> I didn't get any of that. I don't care. I didn't get any of it. That's the best, I don't care. man. Okay. Wait, let's see the bird. You got a banana in your ear. Hi. Why are we going to do okay, that at the so beginning? We, we teach That's a, children. That's and when we were children. Done. Anyway, I have a banana, and I'm using it as a telephone, which is reminding us of Sesame Street, of the first odd couple. Anyway, it's just going. What's our topic, Allie? Hey, (laughs) everybody. Welcome to Sorry I'm Booked podcast. This is a podcast where five friends sit around and talk about books that they've read on their lunch break. I'm Allie. I'm Wendy. I'm Kim. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Elizabeth. And today we're going to be talking about our favorite authors. And we got a few emails from our listeners about their favorite authors. And so I wanted to read this one because I kind of have something to say about it. So this is from Katie, our friend Katie. She wrote that her favorite books were by Jill Shalvis, Susan Mallory, Lori Foster, Carly Phillips, Rachel Gibson. I literally had to Google every one of these because I knew none of them. The reason I picked this one was because... These are all, like, very girly books, Mm -hmm. and this type Mm. of genre does not appeal to me in any way. So I think that we should make one of our episodes about it to make me branch out. Definitely. What about the, what is it, the cozy, what are they called, cozy? Well, they're cozy mysteries, but cozy mysteries. I do like those. She said, okay, it continues on. These are an easy read. Uh, They aren't stressful, sometimes a little mystery or suspense, but it's a great read when you want to unwind or disconnect. So Mm -hmm. I thought maybe it would make me branch out. Out. I think we should. I think we should. I've got some uh, great cozy mysteries. Uh, okay. Suggestions. Perfect. Not off the top of my head, but awesome. Uh, Wendy so has a bad favorite, face on her. No, I'm pondering. I, I um, our, this one's our favorite authors. Yes. So let me say is, yes. that if anybody else would like to join in on the discussion and uh, have us give a shout out or read your email or uh, discuss your types of books, please send us an email. Our next week's topic is our favorite children's book. We'd love to give you a shout out, talk about your favorite children's book, whether we like it or not, mm-hmm. you know, those type mm-hmm. things. So today we're talking about our favorite author. Okay. So she pointed to me. I'm not bossy, and then I'm going to be quiet <laughs> the rest of the time. But right now, I just finished reading all of uh, 13 or 14 books by Charlene Harris, who wrote the Suki Stackhouse Stackhouse series, also known on HBO's True Blood. However, as an adaptation of the books, it's told from the perspective of a waitress who is able to read the thoughts and images of people's minds and really doesn't want to. So she has to spend her life blocking out and acting like she doesn't know these horrible thoughts that people have. And so in this alternate universe, synthetic blood is made, and that's why vampires come out, because they're safe, but she can't read their minds, so it's just wonderful to be around them. But her useful talent of being able to read people's minds help her solve crimes and mysteries, so it's really good. I'm going to be honest with you and tell you the only thing I knew about those novels were that there were vampires in it, and that everybody dressed up as her one year for Halloween. That's what I know about those novels. That's just my regular outfit, Allie. But the waitress outfit, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, some white shirt and some. Yep, mm-hmm. some shorts and an apron that says wherever and she works. And a crazy works. smile. I mean, you've got to have all those things. <laughs> but most of the book, that's the thing about it, is how she, the way that they're used for her ability for good or evil. And she isn't, she always thinks that she had this ability, but really she's just one of the many magical beings that are. That actually on makes the earth. me want to so read it's, them. It's really good. Yeah. I never so. read them because I was like, oh, it's just another Mm-mm. Twilight. Read it. You'll love it. No, it isn't at all. That's great. What you no? got, Kim? 
Kim's no, shaking her no, head. No, no, the Twilight. Oh. No, it's not. No, it's definitely not the Twilight. Um, so I chose an old favorite that everybody knows is J.K. Rowling. What can I say about her other than the way that she writes makes you feel like you're living in the book. You can see everything in your head. You can imagine what everybody looks like, what they sound like. You can be a little disappointed when they show up in a movie wearing jeans all of a sudden. Yeah, that's not the uniform. Yeah. But she's just, she's fascinating. To me, it's it's fascinating that she was just sitting there waiting for a train that was late and started writing down ideas. And then she went back to school to become a teacher of all things. And it was after she was teaching is when she submitted the first three chapters of the first book. Um, she had already mapped out all seven of them. So could you imagine being a student in that class and not realizing who she is until she's <laughs> right. who she is until she's wow. published? Yeah, and um, they were like, she was never listening to us when we talked. She was always <laughs> typing on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, sadly, her mom passed away from multiple sclerosis before any of the books were ever published. So she never got to see what became of her daughter's notes that she doodled while wow. she was sitting there waiting oh. to go somewhere else, you know? That's but fun. it's have amazing. Have you read any of her other books? I, I can't quite I have. I have. I have. Casual Vacancy, I read. I did not read The Casual Vacancy. I read the ones that she wrote under that pen name, Robert Gilbraith. Mm -hmm. I've read uh, two of them, I think. The, mm, the Silkworm. But the first one, that's not the name of the first one, but the... Mm, I don't know. Thumbs up, know thumbs down, what'd you think? Uh, I liked them okay. They were definitely different from Harry Potter. Okay. <laughs> they had tricky parts? <laughs> yeah, that's maybe <laughs> tricky parts. Okay. Maybe they had so tricky they had parts. It was written, for, I mean, it was uh, an adult. He, um, Cormoran Strike, he solves mysteries. He's like a private investigator. Oh, I'll probably it's like that. It's not so far off, really. I would like, I would like that. I think it's kind of like an actor. Mm -hmm. Once an author writes books that are so enormously popular, mm -hmm. it's hard to switch gears. Typecast. It's kind of like the person playing Harry Potter. Anytime you see him in another movie, it's, regardless oh, hey, it's if Harry he's Potter. being chased by right. some wicked black ghosty yeah. thing, he's still Harry Potter. It doesn't matter. You know, it's like Jethro. Yeah, well, I think that's why she wrote under that pen name. <laughs> I agree. I love yeah. him. I yes. Too. Well, can I go next? Because yes, please, I sure. think that Harry, that uh, J.K. Rowling is a great jumping-off point for my for the author. I I don't have a favorite author. I can't narrow it down. There's too many that I like and too many different genres that I like. But today, I picked um, Patrick Rothfuss. Mm -hmm. R O T H F U S S. He wrote and is continuing to write the King Killer Chronicles. Um, the first book is The Name of the Wind. It's been compared a little bit to Harry Potter, a little bit to um, like J.R.R. Tolkien, also J.R.R. Martin, which we um, talked about in one of our other podcasts. And I actually have a quote that J.R.R. Martin said about, about this author. Let me find this because I thought it was funny. Since Do you mean George? I mean George, excuse me. Can you completely George erase R. R. everything I said there? Um, nope. Gonna it leave says, it <laughs> I gulped it down in a day, staying up to almost dawn reading, and I am already itching for the next one. He's bloody good, this Rothfuss guy. <laughs> That's a blowing that this Rothfuss guy. I, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. But now he's taking after him and has not come out with the third book, so I'm mad at him. But to tell you about the book, it's told from different perspectives. It's such an interesting, multi-layered story. 
So you start out with like modern day, and then as he, as the story unfolds and the to the chronicler, the person who's taking down his story, he changes perspectives, and it's first person as of him as a little boy, and all the trials and different things, which is Harry Potter-esque. You know, he lost his parents. He's an he's an orphan. He is. There's a little bit of magic to it, and uh, we know that he's going to be great. Everybody knows him, but we, but the story it's a mystery. So there's coming of age. There's mystery. There's magic. I just, it's like the perfect storm. I love it. I love what he's doing. I actually have both of them sitting on my bookshelf and have read neither of them. Okay. So. I was gifted them by a uh, a friend from another county. Oh, wow. She loved them. Okay. And she was like, you have to read these. So she brought me her copies and I still have them okay. and I have not read them. <laughs> <laughs> So, and there you I are. have a friend who left me with a book, but that's not the author. The author, I had a hard time picking a favorite author because I will read all sorts of different authors, and then I'll read several things that they wrote and then decide, oh, I'm going to move to somebody else. I'm going to move to somebody else. So the one I decided to talk about today was Amor Tolls. I like him because he had an entire like career as an investment banker <laughs> and then started writing, like published his first book. Like, that's in- cool. 2012. So he has two books, The Rules of Civility and um, A Gentleman in Moscow. And they aren't related to each other. They're standalone novels, The Rules of Civility. It starts with this woman who's at an art show with pictures from the 1930s. And she sees a picture. She sees two portraits of the same man and she actually knew him. And so then the rest of the novel is all about 1938 from the beginning. Because one picture he looks well off and another picture he's all in rags. And so it's not, it wasn't a rags to riches, it was the opposite way. And so the whole book takes place the entire year of 1938. You hear her story, but you find out what happened to the guy in the pictures. And the second book, A Gentleman in Moscow, it's about a count who after the Bolsheviks revolution, He gets told that he can't leave this hotel, so he has to live in a hotel for his whole life. And it's just about his life in the hotel and the relationships that he has and the people who come in and his relationship with the Bolsheviks and very interesting. So everybody else gets to leave the hotel, but he can't? Right. He's under house arrest in this Mm. hotel because he was a count. And so, like, they didn't kill every, you know, they didn't kill people, but they, like, sent them away or put them places. And so he can't leave this hotel and only, you know, they know who's coming in and who's coming out. Like so witness kinda, protection? No. In a more like a prison. Yeah. <laughs> more, more like prison. More like prison. Okay. More I got like you. prison, yeah, but in a in a nice in a nicer setting. So <laughs> I like that. Does it have a lot of you said it took place in like the nineteen thirties? Uh the first one took place in the nineteen thirties. Does the it have a lot of like, like historical accuracy, relevance? Yes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's not necessarily fiction. my genre, but it still sounds interesting. It was good. I like historical fiction. I like realistic fiction. I like fiction fiction. I like things that can't possibly happen, but could. Fantasy genre. But could. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, just like with Suki and the, the crimes that she helped mm-hmm. solve without taking credit for and pretending that she doesn't know awful things and smiling and giving them their sweet tea even though they're thinking of something else. It's just very fascinating. See, I didn't know that she could read minds. I've mm-hmm. heard of that story. She tries I've to block it. Okay. Um, and so as the books go on, there's more and more magical beings. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just, they just happen to be there. It's, this, it's really just the background story of what's going on. Did you say this is YA or not? Mm-mm, it's mm-hmm. not. Okay. How close is the show to the books? 
Maybe the first season. I mean, it's like Showtime tried to make it extra, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But the series is more, I mean, the book series is more tame than the than the HBO series. Okay. Well, it's um, HBO. Yeah. It was, it was really good. One of my favorite scenes, uh, and I don't remember which book it is, but one of the waitress's little boys is missing from school. They can't figure out where he is. And she knows the school teacher, and she knows that she's a sweet girl, and it's her first year teaching. And so uh, the sheriff knows what she can do, but will never admit it. And so he interviews all the teachers and everyone, and he has her hiding behind a curtain to listen in on their thoughts. And she's able to find the little boy um, who's hidden in a trash can. He's fine, but it was just one of those things where she did it, and then everyone has to pretend like it didn't happen. Wow. Later on, she's uh, helps with another person that has the ability to find bombing victims because they can see a hole if there's someone that's not alive anymore versus an active brain in what they're thinking and say, dig here, dig here. It's just neat. That's cool. That's book. a cool concept. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I want to jump back to um, your J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. So one of our reading bowl books this year is called City of Ghosts, and it's really fascinating because in the book, the main character references J.K. Rowling through the whole thing. That's oh, her favorite. She uh-huh. loves Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the premise of that book is that um, her family has a paranormal investigator uh, TV series, and so they go to Scotland to, you know, look for ghosts. But what's cool is that she, like, steps foot in the, the cafe where she sat and where J.K. Rowling sat mm-hmm and did her writing for Harry Potter and the castle that she looked at to model Hogwarts after. And it's just, mm-hmm. it reminded me a lot of, of that, that she's so iconic that even now we're writing books about characters who love her books. Like, it's so <laughs> funny. Cool. Yeah. You, this made me look this up. Victoria Laurie, it reminds me of the book that, what's it called? Um, where she can see your death date of yeah. her head. Mm-hmm. And then she has a whole series of cozy mysteries to the fact of that. But anyway, but that <laughs> reminded me of that the death date. Is, see, is it similar love, to that, or have you read? I mean, She doesn't know how they're going to die, but she can pick up on thoughts. So she okay. can't, like, for example, let's say there's a death or a murder. She can't pick up on who the murderer is. <laughs> <laughs> She can't pick up a murder as unless they're thinking of the murder at the time. So she has to evoke conversation to maybe trigger that background. But just the way that she has to still pretend like nothing is happening and get away from her kidnappers or, you know, she'll know if there's someone in the woods that's watching her because she'll pick up on it. So it's... That's um, that's interesting. mm -hmm. It's It's very Mm -hmm. well written. I think I'd like that. I I think that you will. And I think a lot of people didn't read it because they're like, oh, another vampire. But the vampire part is just a smidget because there's all kinds of portals and things that come up and different people with that aren't completely human. Kind of more alien, I guess. Okay. So You would love it, Elizabeth. Sure. Mm-hmm. And she's funny. She's very dry wit. And uh, so I wanted to tell you about my favorite author. Yes. Um, today I picked, okay, obviously if you've listened to the last two episodes, Stephen King is really my favorite author, but I wanted to branch out and make it look like I don't <laughs> just read Stephen King. So today I picked Neil Gaiman. So from him, I've read Coraline. Have you guys ever read or seen Coraline? Uh, Creepy show. Love it so much. I've read The Graveyard Book, which is like children's fiction book. It's really good. He also has uh, The Dangerous Alphabet for little kids. And it's like the ABCs with like monsters. And and Mm -hmm. it's super cute. And the pictures are creepy and adorable. And I love it. I was looking, looking up stuff for this. And I realized that a long time ago... 
it must have been my husband that got me uh, reading Neil Gaiman because I read, he had um, some comic books called Marvel 1602. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the regular superheroes like Captain America and, and all of them, but like in 1602. And it's a comic book series and I've read that hmm. by him as well. And then my husband read, just finished American Gods and then watched American Gods and he really liked Neil Gaiman. I just didn't mm-hmm. know if any of you had ever even... I have read half of the Graveyard Book. It's so I cute. Own it. <laughs> Sorry. And it's a kid's book? It is a kid's book. Okay. It's really cute. The, this little boy lives um, basically in a graveyard. He's abandoned there. He lives, he's raised by the ghosts of the graveyard. Yeah. You know, magical people are coming in and out, and she she meets a human. I'm sorry, he meets a human, mm-hmm. um, and she can see, you know, that he's living in the grave. There, there's just a whole bunch of... Yeah, that sounds um, really good. Yeah, it's super cute and adorable, and this, the... There's magic in it. There's ghosts in it. Magic and ghosts. Yeah, See, I'm needing because it's that magical time of year. I don't want to do Christmas book, although I love Christmas. I do need to get into something that is cozy and magical in some form. So I don't want to talk too much about the one I recommended to you yesterday. Okay. Did you start reading it? I downloaded it. Okay. I'm going to be reading it. This is what's funny. I'm going to the Library of Congress uh-huh. to wait until Rod is finished with his <laughs> meeting. But I'm going to be looking at books for about an hour, and then I'm going to sit in the middle of the Library of Congress and read my Kindle, which yes. I think is very <laughs> ironic. <laughs> that is fun. I love it. Okay, y'all might not think that's funny, but it is to me because you're surrounded by literature everywhere. And nope, I got out my Kindle. What's that? Let me download it real quick. So I'm going to be reading that that's tomorrow. Good. Go sit in the middle if of the I'm living. Jefferson's but I've picked that for one of my future, so don't pick it. Okay, I won't. I won't talk about it. <laughs> okay. um, but I am very nervous about getting on the plane immediately and flying to 20-degree weather and then... You're going to get sick. Getting out. I don't get sick. No. Oh, she's Only not going to get sick. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Germs can't live in 20 degrees. No. I mean, maybe they can. I don't know. They definitely can. I don't care. I'm Germs. not me. I'm. They live brain. on people. They pass by people. They, <laughs> they, they live I on doorknobs. Touch any people then. They don't won't pass by you. Mm-hmm. Doorknobs. <laughs> yeah, no doorknobs. Closet. I just use my use my elbows. With some gloves. <laughs> okay, so you know your future printout assignments. Not that the librarian gives us an assignment, but I do. I'm very nervous about the one genre of books that I. What is it? Self help. <laughs> Self-help. Uh, unless, okay, unless it I is chose slow a very cooker meals. Loose good, self-help you. topic because I also don't mine like is also help. a cheat, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you about it later. But everybody know that a self-help one is coming. All of us oh talking gosh, about self-help love, books. But it's all you're kidding. Stuff. The counselor loves self-help oh, yeah. books. Yeah, one self-help. One counselor. We know the other counselor Yeah, you just pick. No, she's great. Oh, y'all. There's some really. But mine is really. Mine is really a cheat. A cheat book for self-help. If the self-help book does not say chapter one, cuss more, then I'm not on board. <laughs> okay, then you're going to love mine. You're going to absolutely love mine. I think I saw what her title was. Yeah. Yep. Does it have to do with, like... Staying sexy and not getting murdered. Oh, that sounds good. That's what it's called, sounds stay sexy good. and don't get murdered. I might have uh, a group of friends that we decided that that was our motto. Mine <laughs> is under the radar. That's what... <laughs> That's your motto, under the radar? Just creep in unnoticed. That's what I like. That's your motto? Yeah, just don't look at me. Just let me, I'm going. So I feel like this topic went by really fast. It did. Mm -hmm. What did we talk about again? This is our favorite (laughs) authors. 
<laughs> we could have gone on and on. Well, I think that I could have picked more than just mm-hmm. one. Oh, I think that's where I struggled. And yeah. then I didn't bring up my, I really like a YA author. We mm-hmm. were talking about YA last week. But I mean, but I could say two- I really love John Green. I've read everything the man has written and has published. That's not a lie. Was it Elizabeth telling us about John Green? Green? Or somebody else. I don't remember. <gasps> there was somebody was in here. It was somebody that was in here that was in here yesterday that For, was talking about it. Yeah. And that was like the first name out of their mouth. Really? Because mm-hmm. I was like, is that a is that a and then it wasn't the book I thought it was. Well oh, he wrote The Fault in Our Stars that that's, it's who, who was that yesterday. Um, they, he wrote Turtles All the Way Down. Yes. He wrote well Grayson Wolf Grayson with David Leviathan. He's written I'm trying to think. I've read them all. I like him. And I can talk about him again, like if we talk about why I'm, I'm glad that yeah. I didn't pick one of the others that I thought about talking about today. Who writes mm-hmm. mystery, but she's more of a hard boiled mystery, you know, character. A hard hard boiled. Hard boiled. That's <laughs> what that's what you call a what's the word? One that's the person tough to crack. That, the one <laughs> the tough guy. The tough Is that a gory mystery? No, <laughs> the outside of the, them. Person that does the reason. You can have to erase this. <laughs> coffee. We call them hard coffee. boiled detective. Mystery. Detective, not the detective mystery. The detective is hard boiled. Hard boiled. They're the kind mm-hmm. of like they're the you know like tough. Tough. Yeah, like the smoking the cigarette and coming in and you know just the tough guy. The I have no. never heard that, but I'm going really? to apply it at least three times the next week. I've Look got to it figure up. It's out. called hard boiled. I detective. believe you. I mean, boiled. But this this uh, author, I'm going to talk about her in a, um, when we talk about mystery. Okay. Okay. We also have a mystery one coming up. Just oh, a little right. teasing. No, it's great. Not to say no, no, no. When I go visit the our library future topics. and they ask me what I need help with, I'm going to say, I'm looking for a hard-boiled <laughs> detective. detective mystery. <laughs> and they're going to say, what are you talking about? Let's like, just Google it. <laughs> Let's just Google it. <laughs> a hard-boiled one. Rebecca's going to shut us down. I'm going to shut gonna show you us. all down. She's going to show us well, what we're talking about. take me to the books about. that no one's supposed to read and leave me alone. Where is that section? <laughs> That's the tricky section. <laughs> Those are the tricky, the tricky station. <laughs> I mean, yes. Well, well, keep talking while I'm looking. Regardless of who anybody's favorite book is or who favorite mm-hmm. author or anything else like that, it really is that time of year yeah. when you just want to curl up in a chair with a blanket by the fireplace and just read a book. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be a really good idea for people to email in and say, hey, this is what I'm going to read over this holiday season. So maybe we can get some more ideas. Yeah. I just need, and just don't suggest it unless it's really good. Because really I, good. I, but it's all... <laughs> Everybody it's all has a different idea about what okay, is really I, good. I, hold on, hold on, time out. The hard-boiled detective was a character who had to live on the main streets of the city where fighting, drinking, swearing, poverty, and death were all part of life. Sounds like a tricky book. It sounds street. like our... Wish you could see her body know, language. Is she is telling us with <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Ooh, look, she here's some pictures it. of him. Let's Let see. me see the heart. Does he look like, again, egg-shaped is, head? Does he, <laughs> oh. does he have a cigarette? Oh, yeah. he is hard-boiled. Yes, he does, you know, have, like, he does have the tie and the overcoat and the hat. Oh, it's like that. Like, okay, see, like, so I Dick would call Tracy's it, like, a hard-boiled that's the detective. Like, no, for, yeah. but, like, Dick Tracy. N- noir. Yeah. Noir's a good word for that. There you yeah. go. We'll it's take true. it. It's true. Dork. I like it. Dork. Because yeah. there's yeah. so much. But it's like a whole just change lived off genre. of coffee, bourbon, and cigarettes. <laughs> and then we started the D.A.R.E. program. You can see, and we you all can just see the ashtray sitting on the desk and the oh. name on the door. This thing. He could find the killer because the smoke's silhouetted on his outline. 
There he is. I didn't make it up, though. You didn't. You didn't. No, I knew you didn't make it up. I couldn't make that up, I don't think. I mean, I think that you could, but I just don't. But we do live in the South, and a lot of words don't necessarily mean what we think they Mm -hmm. mean. So you could have made that up. I could have. Just like I made up George R.R. Martin's other name. J.R.R. Martin. J.R.R. Martin. The famous author. It's close. And and Rancher on Dallas. I don't know. What's his last name? It's the gas station by my house. That's North Fork. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, if I even know the name of an author, that's amazing. Because most of the time, I will just read and, and won't know. Like, this is good. Who mm-hmm. wrote it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's so. hard with a Kindle because the like when you lay a physical book mm-hmm. copy on your nightstand or That's whatever, so you look true. over at it you and you see the, the title and the you cover. Do. And the, with a Kindle, you see the picture on the front of the Kindle, and it's not ever and the book Kindle. title. Yeah, I'll take it. I love it so much. Still, the, the novelty of it has not worn off on me. Wendy convinced us to well some of us mm-hmm. to get a Kindle so now we're like all reading on her I'm gonna get one too it's I can't see I, like I, mean, it. I really even, like it even last night when you said try this book down it was there I read the yeah. first chapter so it's the immediate mm-hmm. of being able to get it it's just unless you live in a country but if you live in a country you can still like I know you do it, do it. I know I'm just saying you can't if you car. are desperate at the end of one book you cannot necessarily get another you have to you be could prepared. just drive up to where you have signal <laughs> True. I've driven to the middle of that driveway many a time. I might might have gone on vacation one time and parked Mm -hmm. in a Starbucks parking lot just so I could get their Wi-Fi to download something. Did y'all ever read Mortal Instruments, that whole series? Yes. I started it. Yes, I did. No. You can see. It's I another one that I started. I was like, everybody resoundingly like said yes. Good player. I don't. I don't see you, you enjoying like it. that it's, one. It's, okay. That's a little. At least it takes place real time in a real city. That's magic. It is magic. It's a lot of magic. I was all into it, and then I took a break, and I didn't finish it That's because exactly it probably what I wasn't Do you my. Know why I read them. Why? My thing. Because your student mm-hmm. came to me and said, "Here's your next book. Uh-huh. You gotta read it right well, now." So like, <laughs> little my, Kennedy got me started on. Be for the student for kids books, but another series that kind of like the JV version of that or the. Um, <gasps> Y'all, I am in so much trouble. Oh, oh no! no. Like, Wendy's got to go pick up her kids. Uh-oh. Bye. Uh-oh. Was it the, it's one of the Reading Bowl books, the Iron Gauntlet, not Gauntlet. But oh, the, the Iron Trial. The Iron Trial. Mm-hmm. Have you read those? I have. Cassandra Clare. Clare, and yep. she gets with the person yep. that writes Mortal Instruments, and they do yep. a series yep. together. Wait a minute. Mortal Instruments, is one of them called Fallen? No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Oh. no. This is like City of Bones and the City of Oh, I have read that. Okay. And, oh, yeah, what's, I have read that. Yes. What's the author's City name? City of Ashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I read those. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I, I feel more in the, in the group. I, I read those. I thought it was Cassandra Clare, but maybe Cassandra Clare, wait, I thought it was too. Maybe that's not who wrote the Iron Trial. Maybe the Iron Trial is somebody else. Somebody write in and tell us. I'm sure somebody at home is screaming at us. I'm it's sure. Not this I'm person. sure it's right. I'm gonna have to go too. Actually. Okay. So to I'm go gonna shut well. us down. So everybody, please make sure that you go onto iTunes and give us five stars. Leave a comment, please. Right now we have a five star rating, so it'd be great to keep that up. Oh, yeah. Also, if you want to get in on the discussion, if you want to just tell us how wrong we are on whoever we just said was the author and wasn't, you can email us at sorryimbookedpodcast at gmail.com. And also remember that next week we're going to be talking about favorite children's authors. So you can, you can tell us about your favorite children's author. You can add us on Twitter, on Instagram, and we have a Facebook group. You can join our Facebook group. It's called Sorry I'm Booked Podcast. Join all of our social media accounts, get updates on new episodes and all of that. 
And we look forward to hearing from you. Bye. 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 Can't hear you. I've got a banana in my ear.